welcome back to the Why So Serious Podcast. I am your host, Brandon. We got Jeff and Rashani back for another movie review. And of course, Mike is joining us because it's Batman involved. And that means we're doing the Snyder Cut. You look confused, Rashani. Actually, you said that that music was going to sum up exactly how you felt about the Snyder Cut. And you're absolutely right. Because for the first couple seconds, I was engaged in it. And then I wanted to stop. And it went on way too fucking long. And had literally, the end had nothing to do with the beginning. And it made no sense to me. But I couldn't stop listening to it because it felt like it was something bigger than what it was like you have built that up to be like this huge thing that's just going to work for this entire review and yet it fucking didn't and that sums up no Zack Snyder's Justice League more than anything else I'm always overthinking stuff is using his fans up he got them on the loose and they just keep coming back for more just whatever you want Whatever you want, I Zach. thought it was more like if you like this two-hour version of this movie, wait till you have to watch four hours of it. Two you minutes. know what the worst part was for me? The fact that I don't even fucking remember Justice League. Like, remotely. it was one, We reviewed it. It's one of those movies that when you walk out the theater, you forget what happened. So to have to watch the four hours and try to remember, was this something that got added in? Was this something that got added in? Was just... It was all a new lot. to me because I didn't remember a thing about Justice League except the shitty third act with the red glow, which I'm glad this didn't have. That made me happy. <laughs> you know what I? You know what I figured out watching both versions that with um, the theatrical version that we saw and with this four hour madness, <laughs> it's an in- madness. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> in between all that, there's a good movie somewhere. There really is. Yeah, I'm, there is I'm a being good serious. movie somewhere in there. Yes. It's just like it, that neither one, Warner Brothers and Zach wouldn't meet in the middle on certain things. And I think that had a big effect on the movie. Yes. Zack Snyder is not someone that you let tell an uh, unfiltered movie because he can't do it. And Warner Brothers is not somebody you trust with comic book characters because they don't get them. And so you mix those two things together and you get Justice League. I'm going to need somebody to explain to me why Zack Snyder thought it was a good idea that every time Wonder Woman fought against Steppenwolf, the music from Spartacus started playing. That was, it became comical. Like, right. I just started laughing every time that that happened. (laughs) And if you played it with the uh, closed captioning on, which most folks I know did, they fucking played the name of it every time. Like music of lamentations. (laughs) <laughs> would pop up and and she swing once and then it would cut back over to like the flash running like a fucking nitwit and then it would go back to her and it would play the same music again like why was she only one who got theme music because people like her theme music but they play that in other movies yeah that's her theme music from no they don't even play her theme music that much they played this weird the thing that he that the spartacus thing that's not her theme song they play her they play her score that's that's the same score from Wonder Woman. It is. Yeah, it's the same. <laughs> I score. only I remember remember that. Maybe I only remember Wonder... her like main theme. But maybe Michael, it's because in Wonder Woman they only fucking played it once. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably true. <laughs> that's probably true. So, yeah. And you know, it's crazy that I actually like this one more than I like the original. 
I think every for all the bullshit it. I'm giving it. Better. Yeah, it's better than the original. Well, but it, like, it's, it's not so better bad. than the original to me because it's a better. Okay, I don't like anything that's four hours. So that ends it for being a good movie for me. I like some parts of this film, but it still didn't make any fucking sense. It seemed like a bunch of extra. It seemed like a bunch of DVD extras tied, mm-hmm. made into a movie. <laughs> that's what it mm-hmm. seemed like to me. But the DVD extras that they made focused on Cyborg more. And I realize now why he was so fucking pissed off at the first movie. Brandon he got Drake like that. 85% of his shit cut out. Yeah, I mean, I like the he stuff did. with Cyborg. I don't think Ray Fisher was that good of an actor, though. I saw some people that were like, oh, you know, wait till you see Ray Fisher in this film. You're going to, it's going to really change your thinking of him. And I, I watched it and I was like, I like the story. <laughs> but he was kind of drabbed to me. Jeff, what did you think about the cyborg stuff? Uh, he absolutely <laughs> should just find Josh Whedon and attack him. I thought it was, <laughs> I thought it was fine because I'm just like, why was this cut out? Like, I mean, like 85%. Yeah, that's about right. 85, 90% of his story was cut out. I thought the story was fine. It was good for, that was one plus for the movie for me. I did enjoy that. And let me not, I'm not gonna sit on here and bash, you know, Zack Snyder because I know a lot of people. They love the people. Some people love this movie, and hey, if you do, good for you. But I just think, you know, he knows how to shoot him. He knows how to make great cinematography. He knows how to mm-hmm. shoot his movie. He knows how to make that perfect. I'm not gonna say songs because some of these choices was just whatever. <laughs> the flash scene went on a little bit too long. I got what he was going for, but yeah, it was just a little bit too long with the slow. He loved his slow motion. Like I said, it's a good movie in there. It really is. Zack Snyder understands the surface level of things, and he's very good at recreating visuals that you might have seen in a comic book. Same thing with Watchmen. But the the story doesn't make any sense. And And you would think that if you gave somebody four hours, right, to tell a story, that that would make sense. It still didn't make any sense to me. Like the story still, it still seemed not earned. And we'll get into that. What were you going to say, Rashani? It it pains me to say that he thought that his vision, the only the problems I have with this movie aren't a lot. There's not like we've already said the ones that I have. So these are just like scraping the bowl. Like I said, before the show started, it happened so long ago or, or just Lee was so bad when it first came out that I kind of wiped it from my mind. But this is like when somebody makes a cake, you're like, Oh, that cake is okay. It was cool. You know, the flavor could have been a little bit sharper, whatever, whatever. And somebody comes running out from behind them and says, they tied me up and threw me in the closet and finished my cake without my consent. And I can make you a better cake. And you're like, no. And they keep saying, I can make a cake. I can make a cake. I can make a cake. Until you let them make a cake. And then they make a cake and it's the same fucking cake, but it has like wings on it. And it's like four times bigger. And you know, there's no way that you even want to try and eat it. But because they've argued about it so much or screened about it so much, you kind of want to see what it tastes like. And it tastes like the other cake, just bigger. That's what this movie was. Why is it that when you shoot a movie, like especially these big budget, like like take the Marvel, they're, they're all shot like three, three and a half hours, how four. And then they have to cut a bunch of stuff out. And like most other directors, they can still tell their story after cutting a bunch of stuff out. 
why what makes you like he's like i, I didn't get to tell my vision every other fucking director can tell their vision well, in three and two and a half mike here's the answer when he first started this right it was supposed to be three movies it was supposed to be three movies he had a he had a storyboard and he had a plan for three movies to tell this Justice League story. Then it got cut to two movies. It was supposed to be a part one and a part two, like Infinity War and Endgame. It was supposed to be a part one and a part two. Then Warner Brothers came to him and said, "You're not getting three movies. You're not getting three movies. You're not getting two movies. You got one movie." And so then it became one movie. He was pissed that it was one movie. And then he had to leave the shooting as it was. And then he was stuck trying to put all... The, he had already written the script out to to tell two movies worth a story to, to smack it down into one movie where it didn't fit. When in reality... here's Okay, here's one of the things I'll start with, right? So, and I'm not going to do a lot of comparing to the MCU because I don't need to. I can talk about this in itself. But I will say this. You got these mother boxes, right? If you're somebody who just watches the DC movies, right? Let's say you don't watch, you don't read no comic books, you don't watch Justice League Unlimited or Justice League or Teen Titans, or you are a movie fan. Like there's a lot of Marvel MCU fans that don't read the comic books, that never watch the Marvel TV show. They just watch the movies. They go every time a movie come out. I'm sure there's DC yeah. fans like that. If you just watch the DC movies, so all you've seen is Green Lantern, because. Technically, a lot of people don't realize this. That's a, that was supposed to be the first movie of the DCEU. Uh, people try to forget that. But that was supposed to be the first movie in this connected universe. So Green Lantern, Man of Steel, BVS, Wonder Woman, and um, what else came out before? The Suicide Squad, right? Let's just say you just watched those five movies. Wait, wait. So Aquaman didn't come out before this movie? No, Aquaman came out after this. Okay, because... Okay, I was I, I couldn't remember. That's okay. another thing the, that doesn't make any sense in this film. And the way that they <laughs> talked about him in this movie and the way that they had um, Norman Osborn fucking pop up in this movie. Are you it, talking about um, he looked like a parent okay. addict? It felt like it felt like all of this had happened. Like we had already saw Aquaman. And we're supposed to know who these people were, who he's having full on discussion with in Atlantis. So, okay, thank you. But even besides all that, right? If you watch these movies, you have no fucking idea what a mother box is or why mm. a mother box is important or why you should give a shit about these mother boxes, right? So, like, in the MCU, right, they made a point to tell you about these Infinity Stones from very early on in these movies. Like, and you got an idea that these are these things that exist. And you not you didn't see Thanos. Well, you saw him at the in the after credits of Age of Ultron, but you didn't see him. But you of saw the Avengers. you saw yeah yeah. But you saw these you saw these Infinity Stones. You saw all these different ones. You saw them in Thor. You saw it in Avengers with Loki. You saw the Guardians of the Galaxy. You saw these event these Infinity Stones. You knew that they were important. You know that these were these big things. And then once you got to the Infinity um, Infinity War. It was like Thanos is coming to get all these things to fuck shit up, right? You watch this movie, and it's like Steppenwolf shows up, and he's just like, I'm here to get these mother boxes, and these mother boxes are going to destroy the universe. And I'm like, that is not earned. Like, if they would have had, like, clues to these mother boxes existing in this universe, and they being really important, and they can bring, like, you know, bring Darkseid here or do all this other shit, then, yeah, maybe it would it would work. But to me, the, that's why the the story of this movie doesn't work because the whole premise is set up on the fact 
that this dude is out here trying to get these three mother boxes for whatever fucking reason. And I don't care about the mother boxes. It's like, I care because I'm a comic book fan. But if I wasn't a comic book fan, why would I care? The thing that hit me wasn't just about the mother boxes. It was that he he only wanted to collect the mother boxes because, and correct me if I'm wrong, he only wanted to correct, co- co- collect the mother boxes so then Darkseid would like him again. Yeah, so Darkseid... Which wasn't in the original cut. Shit. Which wasn't in the original cut. It was just like, I need Which to make the better. Unity. Like, that's a improvement. No, no, I'm saying the, the story they gave to Steppenwolf, like the, the exploration they gave to Steppenwolf and Cy, Cy, Cyborg are my two favorite things about this redoing because I got to see that this dude's on the outs and, and he, because... Okay, so when the first movie came out, one thing I vividly remember seeing and one thing I remember saying to my wife is that there's no fucking way that Steppenwolf would have been able to battle against Superman. And Superman whooped his ass up and down the block in the original movie. So why is he the big bad in this movie? What exactly is his purpose? With this, I knew what his purpose was and I can almost understand like it's dumb as shit. But I can understand where he was coming from. I want to get in good with my king or with the but lord of my didn't area. Explain that because Zack Snyder had. To, I read too much shit. Zack Snyder had to explain what his, what what it was. And apparently, in this universe, Steppenwolf tried to take the crown from Darkseid. So he turned on Darkseid and he tried to take like to you know tried to sneak up you know sneak up mm-hmm. and get in charge on Darkseid. And Darkseid slapped his ass down, and then you know basically he got put in the doghouse. Because he tried to like rebel against the king, and so now he's like, "All right, I, I'm out on the doghouse. I'm I'm on the outs. I need to get back on the ends." And so let me go. Let me go to Earth and do this shit so I can get back on his good side. But you know that was never explained. So he did a book of Star Screen. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, that's exactly what he did. That's exactly what. Can he we did. can we talk about the Flash for a second? Sure. What you mean the way you run? No, 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 hold on, hold on. So I just want to know if you had similar thoughts to me when this happened, but I just want to break down the meeting, the Iris thing. Um, so I just want to, let me just walk through this scene, right? We got the flash. He's applying for a job and he's staring at this girl. She's staring back, super creepy, I guess. And then, you know, you got this truck driver who's eating a burger and he drops his burger and it takes him like 40 seconds. Of course, he's got to take his eye off the road to reach down and look for his doesn't pull over. You know, he's driving an 18 wheeler truck, you know, fast speeds like, <laughs> oh, I got to get got to let me pick up my burger and let me take 40 seconds to do it. Head on collision into into Iris. Right. So Flash is like, oh, I got to go save her. So he gets <laughs> he gets over there. Everything's in slow motion. And he's just touching her face and he's caressing her. And I'm like, this is really weird. This is really creepy. Like, you don't even know this person. And you're just touching her face. She was looking at him, too, not looking at the road. I don't, you know, I should mention that. And then, like, before he does, he's like touching her face for like a good, like, 45 seconds, maybe a minute. And then he's like, oh, look, a hot dog. And he takes the hot dog. He puts the hot dog in his pocket. I was cracking up at this point. I was really confused. And then and then he like saves her. And then he, you know, doesn't doesn't like try to make up an excuse or conceal his identity. He just runs away back into the the dog shop. And then he just gives that was did anyone was anyone mention, else like not to mention that whole thing happened in two seconds in real time. 
it yeah. he, he he drew this whole scene out for like a minute and a half, but it was like two seconds. I'm like, okay, you, you're doing the slow motion Quicksilver shit. Okay, uh, I mean, I liked I liked it. I, that's one of the few things I actually liked in the X Men. I mean, I got it. You know, that's gonna be like. Remember this when the Flash movie comes out. Make sure you remember this face. Make sure you remember this woman. They're not going to remember any of this shit when the Flash movie comes out. And I know, but I'm just saying, I think that's the reason he shot it that way because it's like, all right, she's important to him. So make sure you remember who this is. And you should be watching CW and know who this is. (laughs) Because everybody was like, if I never read a comic, I would be like, who is this? No, the, the comic book nerd in me is angry that his fucking shoes blew up and because, you know, the Speed Force is supposed to protect him from the shit. And, you know, in the first movie, he doesn't bring up the Speed Force. In this movie, he does. He says, like, that Batman's like, so you run fast? And he's like, well, that's a little oversimplification. It's this thing that I call the Speed Force and blah, blah, blah. So he tries to start trying to explain the Speed Force. And so mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay, so you got the Speed Force, so you just, it doesn't protect you at all, just explodes your fucking shoes and then you so hold on let me ask y'all the questions do y'all like ezra miller as barry allen no okay so here's the thing about ezra miller when the first movie came out yeah i thought it was funny i thought it was great comic relief he runs like a fucking idiot like you couldn't get a track star to train him on how to run or something like y'all didn't that wasn't a factor but that's how zach wanted him to run no, he did. Yeah, not. they explained this. It's supposed to be some type of aerodynamic. He runs science. He runs problem. He runs the same way that Buster Rhymes ran through the dangerous <laughs> video. Here's my problem with Ezra Ezra Miller. Okay, sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. You, you want to? You go ahead. I just quick question: Is the fl- uh, how many of y'all watched Twenty Flow Twenty Four the TV show? Mm-hmm. I have never mm-hmm. watched it. I heard it was good. Never watched it. Uh okay, so you wouldn't know what I would ask this question, but I had somebody tell me that they believe the Flash in this movie is supposed to be autistic because of what he said to uh, uh Bruce. Like I think some to the fact of you know I don't really do well with people, and the little joke he was telling when his dad was like, I got the foot in the door. He was saying like it was him saying a joke. His dad was like laughing, laughing so hard because he got the joke and he used it at the right time. Just little small things. I was wondering did anybody else get it because um, the, the character, the character Chloe in twenty four. Uh, yeah, I, I just thought that's was, what honestly, I thought too. But if he came out and said that that was that that was the case, I would have no problem. I'd be like, that's fine. No, yeah, because like, I could see that. I could see somebody. Cause cause I I could, see like, yeah, yeah, yeah. My 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 issue with Ezra Miller's Flash is like. It's 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 kind of like what you guys said earlier. It, this could have been really really good, but I don't know some of the decisions. I actually liked. I didn't like him the first movie, and I, and I totally understand this is the first we're seeing him. And and but but from what we've seen, it looks like he's been the Flash for uh, some amount of time, and he's just never fought anybody, you know. And he was afraid to fight. I'm kind of glad they got rid of that from the first movie because remember in the first movie, Batman had to give him like a pep talk to like. Yeah, I'm glad he took that out too. I didn't like that, you know, and and like. He's kind of just like a doofus. Like he's <laughs> he's like he's just kind of there and like and it's funny and stuff. But like Flash, Flash is kind of like I mean he's like an inventor and a scientist. Like, I mean, look at the show. All they're doing is everything in the show is some sort of like you know cop out of whatever they need. He they invent something to get out of literally any situation, and he's like a genius. And I get we haven't he hasn't really been like 
through any of it. He's not a CSI yet. He got the job at the end of the movie. He doesn't, but but he still has all the credit, and he's just kind of like a moron, and he's like <laughs> a really aloof, and he's. I, you know, I did like that they, the only thing I liked really about the, this version is right before that stupid hot dog scene, he was late. You know, he's always late, fastest man alive, but he's always late. That's always been an interesting dynamic of the Flash character. But that was like the only thing, and maybe it's the inner comic book in me, I, I you know, but, but, you know, and Brandon has always talked about the suit. Like, why is Flash wearing the armor and Batman's wearing the spandex like shouldn't shouldn't it be the other way around shouldn't batman be in the armor and flash be running around in his frictionless spandex? i'm not even but, gonna get on the suit today because that would just be too much for me <laughs> it's I, just honestly go ahead Rosario. i liked i i don't know like even in the original movie in the original just league i walked away thinking that the best thing in this movie to me was ezra miller as the flash um i thought he was funny um, I thought that, you know, in a, in a, in a place where there's no fucking humor, which at that point in time was a DC universe, this before Shazam, this before all of that, he was the only one who made me laugh. So I was like, you know what? I'll ride with this dude. And if I didn't know, like, like, like Brandon said that this was a setup, this is supposed to be a setup for like two or three different movies. You know, I would have just been like, he was cool. He was he was awkward. He was introverted. He reminded me of a teenager. He played it perfectly. I had um, no problem with Ezra Miller. I mean, I actually liked. Oh, sorry. What they, whatever they asked him, it was similar to like Jesse Eisenberg and BVS. Like a lot of no, people, like a lot of people didn't like, didn't like him. him as Lex Luthor because he didn't seem like Lex Luthor to them. He's just Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah. yeah, but he was fine for what they asked him to be. <laughs> yeah. What they asked him to do, he did well. And that's the same thing I feel like with Ezra. I mean, I don't like this portrayal of Barry Allen, but this is what Zach wanted him to do, and he did a good job at it and his role in the film. This- I liked this, this. I liked him in, in the Snyder Cut more than the other version because at least he may have been the same like kind of doofus that he was in the first movie, but... At least by the end, he had, as ridiculous as that may have been, at least he had something to build to and to do. Like, here was my... The original cut's biggest problem is... I mean, okay, there's a lot of problems. It's probably debatable which one's the biggest problem. But for me, you you spend this whole movie putting together this team to fight this dude, right? And then in the middle of the movie, you're like, oh, we also need Superman. Let's just resurrect him. So you bring him back. All right, now the team's together, right? And, it, it you know, it takes all of us. There's a fight coming. It's going to take all of us. And then Superman smacks the crap out of Steppenwolf in like half a second and then it's over. Like, your mm-hmm. team did nothing. The rest of them did nothing. Batman did nothing. Wonder Woman Wonder Woman did some stuff in the first cut at the first fight in that like, where where Silas was. I don't know. What is it like? Wherever they were. Somewhere. Oh, yeah, when they were underwater or whatever. She, she did yeah. a little bit there. But like, at the end of this movie, in the first cut, no one did anything. I did enjoy... I, I would say I was I was at least in, entertained and I was enjoying the final fight. That's the only thing I, I really could say. Like, yeah, this was cool to see, but like everything before that, my friend said it best because we have this like you know this bubble that we we've we've been staying in this Corona bubble. We all watch movies together, so I was with like two of these guys and we were watching it. My friend was like, "Oh, the last hour was really good," and I was like, "The first three hours were awful." Like. That's not a. I did enjoy the third act. I like the third act. I like the epilogue because I know Jeff got a lot to say about that. We'll get. Oh, I do too, actually. Because did anyone? And I'm not going to spoil it now. I'll save it to later. But 
Did, did anyone hear what Zack Snyder said his plans were for those future scenes? Yes, we'll we'll get to all that. Oh, I was hoping I was the only one and I could tell you. I appreciate um, the fact that he was able. I I appreciate. Let me see. I want to make sure I say this. Right. Trying to find something to put value. No, in. no, no. I appreciate the fact that he introduced new ideas that would have made for moderately interesting DC movies. I appreciate the fact that he had Marvin Manhunter in there and he had Barack Obama's lookalike playing Marvin Manhunter. Martian <laughs> Manhunter. Yeah, whatever. But they did nothing to flesh them out. Even well, within also, this four-hour thing, they didn't do anything to really... There's There's two problems with that. He's throwing all this stuff in there because he wants to show that I can build this whole universe. Look, look, be entertained, be excited by all these references that I'm not going to do anything with this movie. And I'm not going to do anything with ever because we're going in a different direction. Right. That's the problem. We're not talking about the epilogue. But what the, what was so the point y'all of think. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> right? I know. Hold on. We can might as well talk about it now. Go ahead, Jeff. Look, Zach's. I'm glad he got his vision out. I'm, I'm so happy he got it out. I'm so happy for his fans. That ending was absolutely like, fuck you. I'm going to make it so my small pocket of fans are going to rise up again and say, we want this version. Exactly. We, want, we want to see this. Because I was just sitting there like, so you telling me everything that just happened, they still made a mistake. And the nightmare still happens. Huh. You leaving us with a cliffhanger. So you want your movie done no matter what. I know he got the humble right now. Yeah, you know, I'm done, you know. I can tell you everything I was going to do. He absolutely knows what he's doing. He's a smart man. Yeah, smart not only man. that, not only that. Did. Okay, so the conclusion, the epilogue. My wife passed out about at part six because there's very understandable parts in the and maybe eight parts in the epilogue and somebody told me that there was an interlude in this fuck you whoever had me hopeful um so they he beats up steppenwolf and they win but lois lane dies yeah there's two versions there's two versions of what he was gonna do because lois is the key Wait, but but, but did, no, okay, fine, that's cool, whatever. Did we see Lois die? Like, did I fall asleep for no, a no, second? No, no, see, you're missing it. You're missing it. This yeah. is what Jeff was trying to say. This was complete bullshit, okay? I watched this, and I was angry. No, yeah, I know, didn't happen, and, but I'm just making sure for my own sanity. No, she's no, alive. No, no, no. Okay, that thank epilogue, you. That Wait. epilogue is him trying to get fans excited so that they'll they'll do what they did this time and be like release yes. the next Zack Snyder's I know what you're trying to say Rashani basically what you're saying is what I'm saying is nothing they don't know what they did wrong we don't know what went wrong but the yeah. nightmare thing still happens and he, he said it early in the movie like yeah Barry came to see me and told me Lois was the key and mm. you know, he just kind of like had a puzzled look on his face like Something may be off about this still. Like something ain't right. So apparently they did something wrong or something still happened. And then, you know, they jump to the nightmare scene to whatever. Whatever that yeah, was. Yeah, because to be. the last thing that I had saw was 
Slay! I'm sorry. I saw Teen Titans go. And ever since then, I can't stay wait. He looks Slay! cool, by the way. We'll never see him, but he looks really cool. In that. He looks like Solid Snake. He looks great. He um and, and we're never all of a sudden he's running with Batman. When the last thing I saw before that was him telling uh, Lex Luthor, and Lex Luthor's like his name is Bruce. How does Lex Luthor even know Bruce that? Wayne? Well, I don't. Well, I don't he's know. rich. You know, he, he has that stuff. But th- that whole yeah, show so, was full of shit. So that whole that entire shit was full of shit. Because Zack Snyder hold on, said Mike. that part was supposed to be him setting up the Legion of Doom. That's what that was supposed to be. So oh, that's just okay. that was supposed to be Lex Luthor. Starting his recruitment for the Legion of Doom to fight against the Justice League, and Deathstroke was the first one. And it was supposed to be, Cheetah. it was supposed to be, yeah, it was supposed to be Cheetah, Deathstroke, Manta. Black Manta, like the other villains that we've seen so far, and and Captain which, Cold, which could have been good, by the way, that could have been really cool. And Cap, it Captain could Cold. have. That's what that was We're supposed to be. Do. That was that. That was what that was supposed to be. All right, here's another. Black thing. Manta was my favorite part of the Aquaman movie. He looked like a badass. He was fun. Mm. Since we're talking about this almost shit. immediately, the Martian, the Martian Manhunter scene was a mm-hmm. complete throwaway that he did. He did in this most recent reshoot. It was never supposed to be Martian Manhunter. He did shoot this scene in his original shot. That was supposed to be uh, Green Lantern. It's supposed to be mm-hmm. Kilowog and Tomar to the Green Lantern that has like the fin that looks like a fish. The bird. He's like a bird. bird yeah. Thing. Those two Green Lanterns were supposed to show up to Earth for some reason. Who fucking knows? And they were supposed to show up to Batman. Because they're not Earth's Green Lanterns. They're not Earth's Sector's Green Lanterns. I don't know why the fuck they would show up on Earth. But they were supposed to show up on Earth and talk to Batman and tell them about the Green Lantern Corps and whatever the fuck. They changed it and made it into Martian Manhunter with Henry. uh, I mean, not with Henry. That makes more sense, though. That was smart because he was in what? What movie was it? Man of Steel? He was in Man of Steel, yeah. Here's the thing with Martian Manhunter, right? It doesn't make sense because we saw Martian Manhunter in the Snyder Cut where he impersonates Martha Kent to talk to Lois. So he shows up to talk to Lois as Martha Kent. Why the fuck would he do that? I don't know. But he shows up as Martha Kent to talk to Lois. And so he's there. He's aware of all this shit. Why the fuck didn't he join the fight? He's completely aware of this shit. And he he just decided, oh, you know, I'm good. Let me go back and do this shit. So he shows up for no reason. The scientists, right? I'm going to go through these. So the scientists and Star Henry Labs. Choi? Yeah, he's supposed to be okay. the new Adam. Ryan Choi is the yeah. Ryan the Choi. Adam. Sorry, he's the Adam, right? So he's like, oh, I'm setting him up as the Adam because we're going to say that he works with nanotechnology. I guess that's supposed to be like technology that makes you small in the DC universe, which is not what nanotechnology is, but no. That's neither here nor there. So he just threw that shit against the wall like, look, look at these characters. There's Ryan Choi. There's the Martian Manhunter. And then you get the nightmare scene, right? And so we might as well talk about this now. So a lot of the Snyder nerds on the internet are talking about how great this scene was between the Joker and and Batman. Uh, it wasn't. This, this conversation was between Joker and Batman. It was a little cringy, to be honest with you, especially when Batman's dropping the F-bombs. Like, why are you even... i fucking kill you. I thought it was old man Batman. I'm not even mad at that. I think I had a scene. Let me see if I can play this scene. I think I had a scene, because I want to play this so we can talk about this, because this was ridiculous. <laughs> Let me see if I can do this. Uh, here we go. Optimize for video, share, sound. Okay. 
All right. Can y'all see this? Yep. Yep. Can y'all hear that? Yep. Okay. Yep. Well, we need to hurry. Let him come. Let the bastard come. I'll Accident. stab this through his heart. Uh. It's like you skipping. Have no idea how I feel. Yeah, it's trying to skip ahead to the We have to stick to the plan to have any chance to make this right. Who have you ever loved? Oh, contraire, my little fish stick. Okay, here we go. He knows exactly what it's like to lose someone he loves. You know. Be very careful with the next thing you say. Isn't that right? It's all cut up. Batman. Yeah, they did it, so then you can't get money off showing their me. movie. Oh. You need me to help you undo this world you created by letting her. Do you need me to help you by undoing this world you created by letting her die? Cut it up to hell, so it wasn't good enough. But essentially, um, Harley Quinn in my arms, she she died too. She died. She's How also do you feel dead. About that? Huh? I'm dead. My I, mother's name is Martha. I wonder if that scene or that little speech right there was. Well, I know I told everybody that I wanted um, Batman and her to have a relationship. So let me play with it in the nightmare scene, and maybe Superman found out. About them, I don't know. Yeah, whatever reason that I had, you know, they're doing this or whatever. It's just, all right, I gotta say it. I'm not a big fan of Jared Leto as the Joker. Yeah, me either. I think he is. <laughs> I just don't like. I just don't like his portrayal of the Joker, and it's not because I'm a big Heath Ledger fan or Jack Nicholson. I just think something's just off with his performance. Um. Yeah, as far as uh, Ben Affleck, I think he should have got his own solo movie or whatever. But this whole scene, I just... <laughs> it's just a money grab, man. It was just like, it yeah, was just so the case. offensive, man. It was, I was I just angry. Why. I was so I'm like, angry. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, if this is your last shot, let's, let's, let's end the book. Let's close it. Like, this, like, if this is your last movie, don't do this to people. He had the Joker up there talking about who's going to give you a reach around, Batman. Yes, he <laughs> did say that. That that was a James Brown lyric. Like I, that insulted me. I I don't like Jared Leto. I haven't liked him since he uh, played Prefontaine running track in in Oregon, like back in the '90s and shit. Um, but as a Joker, he never hit me. That laugh got on my fucking nerves. Um, he got on my fucking nerves. That reach around line really got on my fucking nerves because he wouldn't. And then Batman, 
cussing him out got on my fucking nerves. Can we like, talk about who was going to be Batman's replacement in Zack Snyder's universe? What are you talking about? Yeah, you know is it going to be the Joker? No. You'll never oh, get yeah, it. yeah, yeah. They said it's supposed to be the um, John Kent, like Batman, the like Superman. It's going to be Batman. It's gonna... John Kent. It's all That's ridiculous. What the pre- it's all the pregnancy garbage. test. Like, apparently there's a version where Batman jumps in front of the Omega Beams that were aimed at Lois Lane, and he dies. And so John Kent becomes Batman, and he has no powers. He's born like... He didn't have powers in the first place. Fucking Ezra Miller asked him, what are your powers? And he was like, I'm rich. I know, but John Kent is supposed to be Superboy. So this instead, he's born with no powers and becomes Batman. You know, the character based on tragedy and uh, with two loving parents... (laughs) Uh, Superman and Lois Lane is going to be Batman. So I think that John Kent. Oh, go ahead, Rashani. Oh, I was. I, no, you don't want to know. I was just. I was going to say. Speaking of John Kent, can we stop talking about this and talk about Superman and Lois? But you know, continue. <laughs> just let so Ben we, Affleck be Batman, or so either Robert Pattinson, one of the two. Just let it be. Got, I'm pumped for Robert Pattinson's. His have, trailer um, looks good. We have two Batman stands on here, Mike and Jeff. Mm-hmm. And so I need. I them love to the Joker ex- myself. I need them to explain to me what the hell Batman's purpose was in this film. Uh, well, that's not Batman's fault. It's Zack Snyder's fault. He had no purpose. Um, initially it was to get her, get uh, get the team together. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I'm talking about on the team. On the team, he didn't. He, he didn't was detective. The, uh, he didn't detective shit. Who's that white man from uh, the A team? The one who's like, I love <laughs> when the plan comes together. He, he took a back seat. He definitely took a back seat in this film. And Why? Mike, I don't know. Mike and but, I got in this conversation because Mike's like, I love Batman because he can stand up. I don't to, like Ben Affleck. He Batman, can stand though. up to the gods. And I love the idea that this regular man fights amongst gods. And I said, yes. that's why I hate Batman <laughs> because Batman should be getting his ass kicked. Anytime no, this is why we read fight. comic books. It's fictional. That's Yeah, that's my whole. That's the You're same. like, you're just. You're basically saying like the reason that I like my favorite character is dumb because it's like not possible. Well, that's what neither is Superman. Like, super, the aliens aren't. We don't know. Well, like, uh, you know, my whatever. The Flash, right? The Speed Force. Like these things aren't real, but we like to read them. But they didn't like give them. us a Batman cop out. Like usually we get a Batman. I know. Cop-out. I am not arguing that this movie portrayed Batman correctly. That's why I hate Zack Snyder's portrayal of Batman. But Batman, the character, I will always defend because he's just the most interesting to me. Remember, too, the movie already established that men fought against with Amazonians and everybody else. So, yeah, he, Batman can't hang out and fight with them. They didn't really show you too much in this movie. He was just kind of like, I'm just going to drive this car around and, <laughs> yeah, whatever. But, um, yeah, I mean, he, he, got, I mean, he got some I mean, they even addressed that in the comics. There's a, there's a famous line or whatever where he says something along the lines of, the Justice League wanted him to do something ridiculous, and he was talking to Alfred, and he's like, sometimes they forget that I'm just a dude in a suit. But he still does it. Yeah, he has, he, has, he has prep time. That's what it is. But my whole thing with how they portray Batman, because I think Ben Affleck was fine for what they asked him to do. I thought he was fine as a bat, as Bruce Wayne in Batman. Wait, did when in that scene where Martian Manager showed up, was he like, did he lose like 100 pounds? Or was that just me? Oh, you can tell he came back. He, he, it, it was an added scene where he probably like stopped working out and everything. He just came back to shoot that. It was like, it's COVID. <laughs> yeah. He lost? It looked like he lost 100 pounds. No, so oh, here's he, the thing. They never, those two weren't at the same time. So, okay, so that scene and the Joker Batman scene were not filmed together. 
So Ben Affleck didn't film that with Jared Leto, and he didn't film that with um, my man from the Blacklist. Um, Barack Obama. <laughs> Why do you keep calling him Barack Obama? Because he looks like him. Let's call him, uh, what was his name in Five Heartbeats? Blue? Or, no, nah, he wasn't blue in Five Heartbeats. Was he? Yeah, that was blue. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm thinking about blue from uh, The Temptations. But he would also, I would also call him the, the dad from, you know, Stomp the Yard. Oh, what yeah, I wouldn't look. call him is Martian Manhunter. Henry, Harry Lennox. Right, it wasn't. Yeah. Right, right. It, was, it was Dresser. It was Dresser in Five Heartbeats. My bad. I was right. Damn. Look at me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so Ben Affleck didn't shoot the, any, either of those scenes with those actors. Those were all cut up scenes. To oh, wow. Mismatch scenes to put together. Wow. So you that's why that Leto scene plays off really weird? Yeah, Jared Leto and Ben Affleck weren't, didn't film that they, together. They very literally had no chemistry. None. That's why it looks so weird now. Okay. They had as much chemistry as uh, DMX and Nas. I guess when you got some stand-in, just standing in front of your face. <laughs> Act like I'm Jared Leto. <laughs> Act like I just mailed you a bag full of rat guts. Oh, yeah, Jared Leto is just insane. Like, fuck that dude. <laughs> so we talked about Batman. We talked about Superman. We talked about Wonder Woman a little bit. We talked about... Cy- oh, I do have something to say about Cyborg, though. So... The the scene of his football game I thought was shot great. I love mm-hmm. how that was shot. Mm-hmm. I thought that was beautiful. Um, I was really mad that they didn't that they made Joe Morton do a tape recorded monologue because nobody does a fucking monologue like Joe Morton um, in acting. So especially a, a a fucking arrogant father, a arrogant shitty father monologue. Um, he's the best of that, and they took that away from me. But the thing I'm most offended about by Cyborg is that he's not a fucking cyborg. Like, I, maybe I'm just being nitpicky. I cannot get past the idea that he's like one he's a robot. He's like 99% robot with half a face. And I'm like, every time I see Cyborg in any other medium, so like Teen Titans Go, Teen Titans, on fucking Doom Patrol, in the comic books, he's like an actual cyborg. Like, part of his arms is human, part of his legs is human. Like, you see his skin throughout his body. And he has, like, a form of, like, a human. Like, they got rid the of, shape of, like, a human. He's not built like a human at all. <laughs> He's and they also like got, rid of, they got rid of his suit. They showed his his real suit at the end of the first Justice League. What suit? He had the new 52 suit on. Remember, he got an upgrade at the very end while someone was narrating. I think Batman was narrating. Oh, he yeah. looked like even more armor. He got, like, he got was the that the one with the, the helmet that went over his face and all that kind of shit? Yeah. Look. Yeah, I didn't. No, 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 no. He had the real suit, like from the new 52. He was wearing that. Oh, okay. Well, I haven't the read C, the new 52 the C yet. And everything I'm still living off your C. account. Thank you. It was what? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> so, yeah. So, okay. So, we talked, we did, but I just had to get that out of there. So, Jeff, what did you think about. Um, Bring how they brought Superman back. And fuck Superman. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nah, for real. Yeah, this motherfucker go whoop ass. This dude as Lois show up. Oh, oh, oh no! Nah, nah, I know what's going on. I'm so sorry. I know he, her. He, yeah, he know. He knew exactly what he's doing. He wanted to shoot a family <laughs> with Batman. Jeff, the way it worked out. Oh my god! I just thought of this. 
the way that fight between Superman and everybody else worked out was like a Christmas story. This one. When Ralph is beating the shit out of all them bullies, and then his mom shows up and he starts crying. (laughs) Oh, yeah, pretty much. Why? Why? Why would you suddenly recognize Lois when you don't recognize none of the niggas that you just fought? You know what? It's the power of love. Nigga, please. That's what it was. The power of love. Superman was being petty. That's all that was. Y'all woke me up, motherfuckers. I just want to know how Superman was so powerful after he'd been dead for however many months. But he's fucking Superman. I'm wondering how he died. No, they didn't even go into My wife was like, did I miss that? How did he die? He oh. died in BVS because Doomsday beat his oh, ass. Oh, I didn't watch BVS. Yeah, he died him, in BVS. Doom. Him screaming for five minutes was really aggravating. The scream why, heard around why, the world. Why did all the, like... The like village people start singing and smelling Bruce Wayne's coat for five minutes. After oh, they weren't smelling Aquaman. his coat. They were smelling um, Aquaman's coat because Aquaman's shirt. He he leaves his shirt in every town, and the women just want to get pregnant by Aquaman, so they come and sniff his shirt and sing songs about please impregnate me. That's what we assumed. That's really weird. Because every time he comes out the water, he has a new shirt. Somebody's giving him a shirt. And every time he leaves, he throws the shirt off. And the women sing. And one of them pick it up and sniff that shit. And then they keep singing. They had good vocals. They Their their blending was better. I mean, I would have rather heard them sing for the whole goddamn movie than this. Um, somebody need to square up on um, Zack Snyder. What do, you, do y'all understand what he did to the Aquaman movie? Yes. that's. I was literally about to get to that. All right. Let's start with this. This irks me literally... More than anything he's ever done in any of his movies. Why Damn. the fuck do Atlanteans need air bubbles to breathe underwater? After they talk? fixed it in Aquaman, what he should have done is fixed it in this movie too. Why? But at least it was like, that shit irritates the fuck out. Every time I see that, it bothers me. Yeah, I, I did notice that they were that in order to talk to people that they talk to all the time underwater, they had to make an air bubble. That made no sense. They are Atlanteans. Like, what? Also, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't he get the trident in the Aquaman movie? Yes, no. he did. No, no, no. Not that he, one. He got the gold one in the Aquaman movie. That one he had. It was how do we know that's not gold and just not color washed like every fucking thing else in because, the movie? Because it, the, the gold one had three prongs and the silver one has five. So the gold one had three prongs. That's so a different. Yeah, title? no, no. He had he had his this this one in that movie. So where did he get that mind. one from? Because in the movie he says he don't fuck with the Atlanteans. He just had it. <laughs> it was his mom's. He in the movie he they say like you're half Atlantean. He's like, well, I really don't know anyone there because I don't I don't I don't like them either. Remember he's talking to Wonder Woman and she's like Amazons and Atlanteans. Oh man, don't hold get on. <laughs> Sorry, every time you say Wonder Woman, I'm supposed to sing her song. Yes. But wait, 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 wait. Mira shows up and says, Yes. A, B, C, D, whatever. My parents are dead. Man, I just saw Dolph Lundgren in this movie. Uh, and that was your dad. What are you talking about? I was like, I had to stiff for like five. I was really, I said, Wait a minute. Is it wonder her dad? You know, what's her dad? What's she talking about her parents dead for? It, not, it it completely makes no sense. Like you could tell James Wan after this movie was like, "Yeah, dog, we just gonna ignore that this happened. <laughs> we're not gonna pretend, we're gonna pretend like this ha- didn't happen." He should just. And then they came right back and and wrote the same shit again and was like, "Top that." 
And that's what's fucked up about it. Like everything that they did past this movie, he put this movie out after all this other stuff is now canon. And it was just like, no, this is a real canon. <laughs> yes. Like, that's the, the absurdity of it. That's what Jeff and I were talking about with that fucking epilogue, man. Because that's why I played Use Me Up in the beginning. Because in that oh. song, Pimp C is basically like, I know you're using me. And I don't care if you're using me. Because I love you so much and I love what you give me. I don't care if you, you, you can use me for everything I got. Zack Snyder's basically like, let me throw this shit out here because I know my Snyder clan is going to come through and demand that we get the reinstated of the Snyderverse. Demand it. He's talking about doing a comic book with Jim Lee to explain some of these things as well, like a Snyderverse comic book under DC. Like I'm just disappointed in everybody who thought that this movie was a good idea. I'm I mean, more, and, and I'm the crazy angry. thing is, I liked it. The thing, but you know, I, when I say I liked it, it doesn't mean I liked it. It means that if they had taken all the shit about Cyborg and made that into like an hour and a half movie, I would have fucked with it. I would have like a with Cyborg movie. <laughs> I would have fucked with it hard. Like real talk. Look, we ain't got that many black superheroes out there. <sighs> you know what? They, go no, ahead. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. If they had, if they had given. Cyborg, they he was literally like the lead character in this movie. And if they had just given him the space to cook, they could have opened it up to some black folks would have flocked to the theater if they knew Cyborg had a big role like this. I don't know if Ray Fisher could carry a whole movie. I gotta be honest. I didn't I don't know his, if he can either. I didn't find but his fuck it to be that convincing. What were you gonna yeah, say, you gotta- Jeff? No, I was going to say, you know, the bad thing about Zack Snyder is like, I'm giving him shit, but I'm so anticipating Army of the Dead. Like, that's a movie I think that's for him. And for the stuff that he does in movies with the slow motion music, oh, Army of Dead is right up his alley. Yeah, let's get this going. I'm excited for that. I wasn't excited for this because I already you saw the I hate, I'm more frustrated with than the fact that this movie even exists is his fans who are yeah. pretending that it's as great as it is just because they're so desperate for content from DC that they will settle for literally anything that they're given and they'll praise it and like we deserve better as fans. It's also just, great because they're comparing it to the shit the first one is. The bar was so low. So low, yeah. The and the affordable. funny thing is people that I, people I respect to review movies especially on YouTube, I've now gotten interviews with him and this is the best thing they've ever... I'm just like, what? I've seen your Justice League review and I've heard what you said. Oh, oh, I get it now. Now you're getting a little rub and you're doing interviews, which is a little bit different. Okay, do what you got to do. This movie is better than um, whatever uh, Josh Whedon thought he was doing. Mm -hmm. But it still has major, major, major flaws. Yes, hundred percent. So let's let's do some uh, real real quick things. Uh, Rasani, what did you think about Schillinger's Commissioner Gordon? I didn't like it. You didn't, you didn't like Commissioner Schillinger? I mean, I, I like I like I like no, like. <laughs> so here's the thing. I remember that from the original movie. I think, I think, and I think that he's an excellent actor, but. Shit served no purpose, but for um, it seemed to me for Ezra Miller to make a joke about, oh, they all left, they yeah, they do that, that. Was oh, the that's rude, relief, <laughs> right? Like, ugh. give him more, give J.K. Simmons more. Well, here's the thing: J.K. Simmons is not being Commissioner Gordon anymore. 
Um, well, in the new Batman movie, it's going to be Jeffrey Wright playing Commissioner. Because he Wright. went across the street, and now he's working with Marvel. Oh, J.K. Simmons is like, just cut the check. I'll do whatever you ask. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> DC, Marvel, whichever one. I'll and I it. am quite interested to see a black Commissioner Gordon, because that means we're going to get at least a biracial Barbara Gordon at some point. Well, we never know with DC. They could just no, you exactly. <laughs> he could come in and, and adopt this whole girl. thing. <laughs> yeah, we have no fucking idea. Oh God, <laughs> isn't that what? She'll be, uh, she'll be an adopted white girl. Isn't that what Fantastic Four did? Some weird like that. Yeah, yeah, that's why. Uh, yes, they adopted Johnny. I guess I never watched and that. Movie. I never watched. I just heard people talk. I about watched it. that shit movie. You don't. And folks were furious. I started it and black. I was like, nope, not doing this. I'm not not doing it. Like, y'all niggas were mad that Killmonger was black. No, so what happened with that movie, not to get sidetracked, is that originally they were both supposed to be black. Originally, Johnny and Sue were going to be black. They were going to be twins, black like black twins. And the studio came back and was like, no, we need Sue Storm to be white. <laughs> and then that's kind of how that went. I guess they didn't want, you know, uh, interracial with... Reed Richards and Sue Storm or whatever the fuck. Um so yeah, so that was that was Commissioner Schillinger. Um Old of them Did y'all that like the stuff? Cool. Did y'all like Steppenwolf's new outfit compared to the first one? Why did it notice? breathe? You didn't notice? It was completely different. No, no, I'm not saying I didn't notice. I'm saying that again, between the old movie and this movie, I didn't know what they changed. <laughs> Well, he had on like a bone suit before, and it was just like a regular oh. armor suit. And then this one was that shiny steel shit with the the, the moving like like it looked like fucking the dude's body and and what was that? What was that Vin Diesel movie called? Now I'm gonna have it in my head. The one that just came out, Blood Blank Shot, Blood Dead Spot or something. Oh, Blood Shot, Blood Sport. No, Blood Shot. Blood Shot, yeah, Blood Shot. The one that shows his whole face just crinkling and moving. And so Steppenwolf's uniform or outfit, whatever, reminds me a lot of how the mother boxes kept moving for no reason. Why did they even have Steppenwolf look like that is my point. Steppenwolf doesn't look wild. like a fucking alien monster. <laughs> like, not, like not even remotely does it look like that. He looks you like a dude. I want to see, <laughs> see Ares and Zeus get their own comic book. Since he mentioned them as being part of this fight that happened when um, when Darkseid first came to Earth and got his ass whooped by Earthlings, they all worked together. They had the Atlanteans, they had the Amazons before they stopped fucking with men, and then they had Earthlings. And then for some strange fucking reason, they had Zeus no, and Ares. No, no. Zeus and the Zeus, the gods are part of the Amazonian lore. So oh. Zeus is Wonder Woman's daddy. In this universe, and and well, one of her origins in the she has like three origins in the comic books. One of her origins is Hippolyta, Hippolyta, and Zeus are the parents to Wonder Woman. That's why she's so much stronger than the other Amazonians because she's got a god daddy. Um, um, so that's okay. why he's he's involved with. It's a whole thing with them. Of how the Amazon Amazons were created in the first place with the old guy. It's a whole thing, but he's involved with the Amazons. The the gods are involved with the Amazons. Zeus and all of them are involved with them. Um, so that's why he was there. Um, so other than that, um, 
I think we talked about it. Did we miss anything, Jeff, that you wanted to talk about? Uh, I can't remember anything else. <laughs> That's how I felt about this movie, too. Nah, because, like, I'm going to be dead honest. Like, that, somewhere in that two hour, three hour, I dozed off. I fell like, asleep twice. I'm not going to lie. I definitely fell asleep twice. I fell asleep the first time I watched it, which was weird because I started watching it at like nine o'clock in the morning. Um, but then I woke up, I think, uh, right about the time that um, they had the mother box in the water and they were resetting. Did he? Did the flash go back in time? Yes. Yeah. At the end? Yep. He went back and that's what he was talking twice. about. He was like, the future is the past. And the and he yep. was talking about, I'm breaking the rules. He went back and yep. gave him twice. the rule. The first and time he went that's back. That's why we got the nightmare scene. Yes. <laughs> hold up. The first <laughs> time he went back in time, he didn't go back in time. He made the mother box go back in time, which was interesting. Uh, interesting decision or choice. That was definitely a choice. Uh, then the second time he went back in time and the whole time I'm watching this, I'm like, okay, so, you know, it doesn't appear that this Barry Allen has been Barry Allen that long. He's been the flash that long. We don't know how long he's been the flash, but it doesn't appear it's been that long. He already knows how to go back in time. Like that seems like something that took Barry a long time to do. Yeah. He's been, yeah, he's been doing it a little bit longer than me. He had Let to. Us, they didn't tell us how long. But here's the thing. Yeah, he's to been, know that. Apparently, he's been doing it that long, but he's still not called the Flash, and nobody knows of him. Like, there's not like there's uh, not... Barry Allen from the CW gave him his name. Oh yeah, that's right. That did happen in Crisis. I forgot. I forgot Jeez. he showed up. In that in long? Crisis. I forgot about all about that. Yeah, I forgot he showed up in Crisis on the CW, and he's like, "Oh, you're another Flash." And he's like, "The Flash? What's the Flash?" Because you know, you notice. Know, he was never called the Flash in this movie, which is funny. Hey, quick question. Yeah. This is this is off topic. Are y'all enjoying the Flash this season? I like the first two episodes. I didn't I didn't care for the third one, but I think it's setting up something big because it's doing the most recent comic book stuff. Okay, we're gonna get Godspeed. So I like Godspeed. Oh, I love Godspeed. Yeah, so he's supposed to be the big bad this season. Um, and yep. And they're doing like this, this forces. So it's like in the in the most recent comic book run, they had like all these. So we know the Speed Force, but they they had this thing happen where all these forces got released in the Central City, and it's like the Strength Force and the Steel Force, and there's like some other force, and like these other characters get that, and so that's what at the end of Episode Three, where all those lightning shot through the air, and you saw mm-hmm. green and yellow and stuff. That's what that is. It's like the different forces. Okay, because so I, I think um, yeah. COVID really messed up last season, and it carried over to the beginning. Of this I hated the mirror, that mirror verse or whatever it was. I just hated it, all of it. I was just like, Ugh, I'm over this. Yeah, they had to wrap that shit up. The third episode, it was like, yo, let's end this shit quick, and they were like just throwing shit against the wall. Uh, but I know you're watching <laughs> Superman and Lois, right? Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Woo-hoo-hoo. That's good. Yeah, yeah, best good best shit. Superman show I've seen in a long time. And you know it's funny that this show, and I'm 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 worried about spoiling stuff, but I've watched the first three. My wife and I got to watch the fourth one. Um, but it's funny that at the end of the third episode, they had Superman effectively acting the same way he was acting in the nightmare scene, 
And so that was the last thing I saw of Superman. So I was like, oh, shit, they're doing it again. And then I was like, it's better in the in the TV show. Um, and then I kind of cashed out. WB basically said, this will tie it into this. They were basically like, yo, we don't know how. Somebody asked Zack Snyder, somebody like, when's it going to get Man of Steel 2 or whatever? And they basically said, like, we don't know how to tell a Superman story. Like we don't know how to tell a good. They basically like, we don't know we don't know what to do with the character because you know he's so strong and blah blah blah. And I'm like, you can tell a good a Superman story if you tell a fucking Superman story, not Injustice. By the way, I love fucking Injustice. I'll say that on here. I fucking love Injustice, but like Injustice works because it's not the norm. Like it was built, it was earned. It seemed like Zack Snyder was trying to tell fucking Injustice because apparently the whole second movie was supposed to be the nightmare scene. So, like, the, originally it was three movies. The whole second movie was supposed to take place in the nightmare timeline, like what we saw at the end. Like, the whole second movie was supposed to take care of that. Then Barry Allen was supposed to go back in time and tell Bruce to protect Lois or something like that. And then the third movie was going to be them changing the timeline and then going back to that time, and he does something with Lois, and Darkseid shows up, and they stop it, or whatever, whatever the fuck. That sounds about right. So yeah, that's, isn't yeah good? Isn't Bruce? Isn't um, Affleck and Old Boy still supposed to be in the Flash movie? Affleck and Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton is supposed to be in it. I don't know if Ben Affleck is supposed to be in it. I don't think Ben Affleck's supposed to be in it. I thought he was supposed to be in it too. Let's see if he's got a credit. For uh, it. Maybe, hey, if Pattinson does well, he'll probably be in it. So yeah, he, don't, he doesn't have any, he doesn't point. have a credit for that. So I don't think he's supposed to be in it. Okay. Oh no, that's as a producer. Sorry, hold on. Let me go to the actor. Yes, he is. He's supposed to be in the Flash movie. So yeah, you're right. That's what I thought because they said he's supposed to be. He's supposed to be kind of like still, I guess, mentoring Barry or whatever. Yes, that's what that's supposed so to. So I guess Robert. Pattinson I bet. I bet. Uh, I bet. Like at the beginning of the movie, it's Ben Affleck, and then during Flashpoint, it's Michael Keaton, and then when he comes back, it's Robert Pattinson. Jesus. That'd be dope. That'd be so dope. Yeah, that would be dope. I mean, when you know, looking at it, fix how they all the problems. This is your one chance. This is the one chance to fix whatever they want and have no, no, nothing go wrong. Yeah, Matt Reeves is stuck. Matt Reeves is stuck on that. He ain't doing nothing else. This is the only. He's only doing these Batman movies over here. Yeah, so. apparently that's supposed to be a separate universe from everything that I'm gathering. It's supposed to be a whole separate universe from the DCEU combined universe. So, you know, we'll see. I like Matt Reeves. I trust Matt Reeves. I don't trust WB, so we'll see. Um, all right, so let's get these scores. Uh, Mike, what do you give this out of a 10? 1 to 10. Uh, Three. <laughs> and all three of those points are for the ending. Okay. Um, Not the epilogue. Rosani, what about you? I don't remember what I gave the first one. I seriously don't remember anything about that first movie. So watching this one, it's too long. They did shit that they didn't need to do. Like there's a scene for no reason after Superman has seen Lois and and comes back to his normal self. And they just have a scene of him and Lois and his mom group hugging in the middle of a field for like two fucking minutes. Same thing, same scene from the last one. For two fucking minutes? Yes. Oh, and that Batman scene, the one thing I do know that they stretched the fuck out 
was that scene at the end of the movie. Well, not the end of the movie. It should have been at the end of the movie, but because this cut is different, where Batman is distracting all the parademons by driving his Batmobile through the streets. That didn't have to be as long as it was. But Zach felt like it had to be as long as it was. And his friends felt like it had to be as long as it was. And I disagree, which is why I give this movie a four. Zack Snyder's vision it was just make everything slower, add unnecessary vocals and singing, and then like throw in a bunch of random cameos. That was that was the vision. I don't I don't understand a lot of like this movie. So there's this guy in wrestling, Jeff and 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 Brandon, and maybe you, Mike. I don't know. Do you watch wrestling? No, not really. Okay, cool. So there's this guy in wrestling named Vince Russo. Vince Russo got into wrestling by doing fanfics of of who would win this match sort of thing. And and Vince McMahon liked the way that he wrote stuff, so they gave him a platform. He took that platform and he completely fucked it up by trying to, like, over-sexualize women and all that kind of stuff. But people thought that he was really good. It wasn't him that was really good. It was the 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 art around him like he was there during the attitude era when the rock and, and stone cold and all of them were there there was nothing you could do to screw that up so then he went to wcw because based on the strength of what he did at wwf and he completely shit the bed because he didn't have the same strength around him and he drew himself into the story and it just wasn't the same and it sucked i don't like what joss whedon did to the justice league but I don't like what Zack Snyder did for the Justice League either. I don't feel like a lot of the stuff he came up with was necessary. If he could have just stuck to the script and made a two-hour movie, yeah, it would have been better. But no fucking body needs four hours of a movie. Who does that? I'll tell you this right now. That two-hour movie wouldn't have been much better. If, like I said, if they had just, I mean, yeah, Cyborg, Ray, maybe not the best actor in the world, but if they had, like, say, off the top of my head, I know we do this in hindsight, but if they had a better actor playing Cyborg. So Cyborg originally was supposed to be the co-star of the Flash movie. So, like, seven writers ago and three directors ago, when they first were doing the Flash Mm -hmm. movie... It was supposed to be like a buddy cop movie with Cyborg and the Flash. He was supposed to be like the co-star. With you see it in this movie too. You see yeah, the you, can. the you see the Easter eggs being laid for that, especially in the in the way that uh, the when they brought Superman back to life, that was them coming up with a plan and all that kind of stuff. I could see it. Now three I don't directors wanna. and seven writers later, I don't even think he's in the movie. So <laughs> there's that. He also came out talking shit about the president of Warner Brothers, and that's kind of not, that's yeah. kind of, you know, that's not. Yeah, that's that not was probably not a well. good idea. Yeah. So what do you give it out of 10, Rashani? I changed my mind. I give it a three. <laughs> Jeff, what about you? Oh, I'm going to give it a five. Look at Jeff being generous tonight. I'm going to be five. Because I'm just saying, like, it, I really mean it, guys. There's a good movie within this bullshit with the short version and the long version. It just seemed like nobody wanted to compromise. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. And I'm not saying it would have changed uh, comic movies. I'm not saying it would have been better than any other Marvel movie. What I'm saying is it would have been a good movie to put along to say, you know what? 
DC does make good movies. Look at Aquaman. Look at uh, Wonder Woman. Shazam. Um, yeah, and Shazam. Those are like the top three that you can name um, for right now. And I just think that, you know, it was what it was. Like I said, I'm, I'm glad he got it out of the system and he was a yeah, smart is man. It, is it out of his system or is he going to milk the fans <laughs> trying to get... Uh... Well, you know, the, the, the ending told you it wasn't out of his system. It was like, hey... Because I can just see it. I see it. I know by next year, we'll be back here, God willing, talking this conversation again about, oh, Zack Snyder is going <laughs> to get his nightmare vision done. You know, he's not mm. going to stop talking. It's just going to oh, be no, of course. Yeah. more talking about what's, what he was going to do. Yeah, 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 of course. And I told yeah. somebody, I was like, the best thing, if they, if they really wanted to, WB could take control of this. He'd be like, you know what? You can do this if you're okay with being on the HBO Max. Do your universe on here. Whatever you want to do. You have this budget here. You can do whatever you want to do. Just, you know, whatever. But as far as movies, no. That's done. We're going to do what we want to do in the movies. Just go ahead and have fun on HBO Max. No. You got you to gotta get him out of this. You cannot have him anywhere part of this universe because it's... It, it creates this thing where his fans take over. It's going to sabotage anything else they try to do. It, unless DC and, Mar- and Warner Brothers say, look, we're done with this, then anything that they do is going to be, well, Zack Snyder could have been better. Bring Snyder back. And, and then if you have Snyder out there on HBO Max doing shit and his fans love his shit and then they're doing movies separate from that, I don't know, man. I feel like you got to let this dude go. And I mean, if that was the case, they wouldn't have got this done. Because if I'm Robert Pattinson, I'm like, the fuck are y'all doing? <laughs> yes. I'm like, what's up? <laughs> like, I mean, those questions should have been asked like before this even got made. I'm sure he called this agent and they had to talk to somebody. You doing what? Uh, ben Affleck doing what? Coming back to shoot what? So what's happening again? Like this, if from what you're saying, you are totally right. But if that was the case, this should have never happened. This whole Snyder cut, but he talked into existence. So you know it is what it is. But you got you also got to remember this, right? And we'll end on this because this is this sums up Warner Brothers and DC perfectly. So Suicide Squad comes out this year. We already know that's done. That's wrapped up, right? Uh, Black Adam's supposed to be shooting next month in April. Supposedly supposed to be shooting next month, right? But if you remember, right, they announced. They announced um, Josh Whedon doing Batgirl. We know that's not happening with everything that happened with Josh Whedon. Um, he ain't doing that, right? They announced a Blue Beetle film with Jaime Reyes, Jaime Reyes, right? They announced a Booster Gold film that Greg Berlanti was doing, supposedly. 2016, they announced a Deadshot movie with Will Smith. Where the fuck is he at, right? He's gone. Uh, this Green Lantern corpse is going to be a TV show on HBO Max. Okay, I guess that's going to happen. They were supposed to be. Uh, remember the Ava DuVernay is going to do New Guys with Tom King. Where is that at? That was announced in 2018. She's already working on the Naomi show on CW. Right, that's supposed to come out next year. So that's like coming out in television. That got announced way after this. That's nowhere to be found. There's supposed to be a Nightwing movie because, you know, Dick Grace is my favorite character, so I'm up on this. 
They were supposed to take Chris McKay, the dude who did Lego Batman. He's mm-hmm. supposed to be directing a Nightwing film. That was announced February 2017. It's 2021. So it's been four years since that was announced. Nothing. These movies are never happening. Plastic Man was announced in December 2018. Good Lord, why? People like uh, O'Brien. He's funny. It's supposed to be a comedy action movie or whatever, right? Um, apparently, there was somebody who got re- hired to rewrite the movie in 2020. It's 2021. Nothing's nothing's happening with that. So we heard about the Static Shot movie, Static Shock movie, right, with Reginald Hudlin. Supposed to be doing it. I can't believe they're getting Reginald Hudlin to do a movie in 2020. But, okay. He's supposed to be doing the Static Shock movie. That was August 2020. Um, Michael B. Jordan's a part of this project. Now they're saying it's going to be an HBO Max film. Okay, that might happen. So then you had the Supergirl movie, right? That was announced in August 2018. It's 2021. They just announced that the, that girl Sasha Call is going to be Supergirl in the Flash movie. So she's going to be in the Flash movie in Flashpoint, but I don't have nothing to do with this. Those of y'all who remember, we talked about this on the show, Mike. After Aquaman came out, they said, oh, no, we're not just going to do Aquaman 2. We're going to do a movie called The Trench. I'm not upset about that one. They cannot do that one. That's and it's fine. supposed to be a horror movie. That talks about the trench, like those trench people in the Aquaman movie that live down deep, right? That's supposed to happen. Where do you want to see where, that? That's where they what we want to see. Where he was put holding the flare to swim down to where they were? That trench? Yes. Yep. yes. Good okay. Lord, who want to see that shit? I don't. <laughs> so all of those movies have been announced three, four, five years ago. We know nothing about any of them. The only movies from DC that we know that are actually coming out is the Batman, which just wrapped up filming. So we know that's coming out. Suicide Squad is done. That comes out in August. That's all I got. Like They claim Black <laughs> Adam is, is shooting next month, but you know. I'll believe that when I see do you know it. When, do you know when Dwayne Johnson was announced as Black Adam? Do you, do you know when this happened? I'm, I'm a guess. 2015? He was announced as Black Adam in 2014. Ooh. In 2013, he they thought he was going to play Shazam. Like they thought he was going to play Captain Marvel Shazam, Billy Batson. That would have been weird. But then they casted him. They made a big announcement in 2014. It's been seven years, and this movie's not out yet, and it's not coming out this year. And if it's just shooting in April, if it's just going to start in April, it's probably not coming out next year. So, you know, who knows? So, yeah. yeah. I mean, the rock won't wait around for them. <laughs> He's like, all right, I signed. Y'all tell me when you're ready. Whatever. <laughs> uh, I forgot they were going to do a Blackhawk movie who's like a black superhero um, that Steven Spielberg was supposed to work with, I guess. Oh, um, feels like coming out to play. <laughs> Gotham like City Sirens was supposed to be Harley Quinn, Catwoman, and Poison Ivy. Oh. People forgot about that. That was announced in December 2016. Five years later, Harley Quinn versus the Joker. Remember, it was supposed to be that movie with Harley Quinn and the Joker, Jared Leto. That's dead. So you know, who knows with DC? So we went kind of long in the Snyder Cut, which is apropos for that movie. Yeah, it, this show could have been like half of what it actually turned out to be. Snyder yes. Cut for you. Oh, I forgot yeah, I, there was a logo. Matter of fact, movie. I changed my mind. I give it a two just for shits and giggles. I forgot they announced the Lobo movie. Who? Lobo. He's the the alien. With Guy Ritchie. 
Can you imagine a Guy Ritchie logo movie, right? Then in twenty eighteen, hold on, it gets worse. Then in twenty eighteen, Warner Brothers came out and said, "Oh no, it's not going to be Guy Ritchie anymore. It's going to be Michael Bay doing a Lobo movie." Oh no, <laughs> trouble. <laughs> oh yeah, I, oh yeah. I didn't get my score. This is a four out of ten. So, uh, Jeff, tell everybody where they can find you. Uh, you can find me at Jeff versus the world on Twitter and Facebook, the real Jeff versus the world on Instagram. Jeff versus the world has pretty much predominantly become a, a movie review show. I do uh, reviews with my man Shahid Hood Classics, and I have guests on there from time to time. This week, we are doing Robocop 1987. Dude. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and uh, I do a wrestling show with my man Manny Brown uh, from the Any Given Sunday podcast. So, yeah, those are the two things that we do. I had to condense some things, figure out what I want to do with the uh, Jeff versus the world. Those are the two things we're doing right now. So, movies and wrestling. I haven't watched RoboCop in a long time. I think I might watch it just for this review. I'm saying the reason why I said dude is because Jeff on Twitter had said they should get an Axel Foley and RoboCop movie where they're together. Look, man, they were both look. They are running around in Detroit around the same time. I am almost 100. percent Certain that in 1987, 1988, what? I'm we whatever version I know I'm watching the one on uh, Amazon Prime. Yeah, it says the uncut X-rated version of RoboCop is now streaming on Amazon Prime. So yeah, apparently so this is the, like an NC-17 RoboCop. Oh yeah, because the way Murphy gets shots up is a little bit different from the uh, uh, theatrical version. I'll oh, have to check it out. Yeah, so I'm watching this for this review. So yeah, Hopefully <laughs> I gotta watch this. No, he just he just <laughs> it's like a cow just standing there just getting shot up. They just overdo it. It becomes like Quentin Tarantino kill Bill. Nonsense. Drop it. That's that's <laughs> that's my that's that's my uh, RoboCop impersonation. Him saying "drop it" over and over again. Maybe it's because I remember the video game more than I do the actual movie. And in the video game, that's the only sound clip they have was him saying "drop it." <laughs> uh, Rashani, tell tell the people what you got going on. Y'all motherfuckers know where to find me. But if you don't, I'm on Twitter at Rashani and at Single Simulcast and at Hindsight Reviews and at the Ratchet Book Club, well, Ratchet Book Club, at Unburdened, at See Good Catering, at Single Simulcast. Did I already say Single Simulcast? Uh, At Return to Oswald. Yeah, that one's important. Apparently, a lot of people like when we talk about prison, right? And all the other craziness in that show. Man, I love Return to Oswald. And we're on season it's three. It's such a great show. We're starting season three this upcoming Tuesday. Um, and there are some things that have to be explained. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I do the Ratchet Book Club, where I, right now I'm reading The Coldest Winter Ever. That's fun. I just did a live uh, roundtable discussion with some of my uh, listeners. That was fun. Um, I am doing... Probably next, I'll probably do the Phantom Toll Booth. 
So we got books, and then Mike, you know, he's on the Why So Serious podcast. Y'all know Mike. He's part of the show. So, all right. So thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, I guess, what's our next movie? Um, I did watch. Hopefully, I did hopefully watch, it's uh, Mortal Kombat. Well, no, stuff before then. I did watch oh. um, the Judas. The Black Judas? I did uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. I did watch that. Did it piss you off? Those movies don't really piss me off because I'm already pissed off. So, but yeah, I I will talk about the Jeff. You want you want to review that? Did you watch that, Jeff? I enjoyed the fuck yeah, I out of that movie. Okay, so we can watch that. We can do that, and then you know we got Godzilla coming up. Oh man, can I ask Godzilla one question? Because maybe again I missed something. Where the little girl come from? Who could talk to King Kong? I've seen all the movies. I'll just fuck with you. I didn't miss anything. Where'd she come from? I don't think she was on Skull Island. Absolutely not. No, She'd be she a wasn't. Ass woman and the, in the yeah. trailer, they show her beating her chest, and then King Kong beats his chest. Maybe like, they where, explained where, it in this movie. Maybe she's just part yeah. of this one. Let me find yeah. out. This shit is like real still. <laughs> so yeah, Kong Skull. I, I mean, uh, Godzilla vs Kong comes out March thirty, March twenty fifth. So it comes out. Oh, that's this it's, week. Comes out on week. Friday. Yeah. So yeah, yep. we'll be doing that one soon too. Um, no, no, no. They pushed it back. March 31st. So it comes out in two weeks. When does Mortal Kombat? Mortal Kombat's in April, right? April 16th is Mortal Kombat, which a lot everybody seems to be excited about that. So Because they finally did it right. And I get my COVID shot tomorrow, so Good. I may actually go to the movies uh. to see Mortal Kombat. Maybe. Mm. Mm. I want to go to the movies. That. I actually want to go to the movies to see nobody, but I ain't got no shots. So Dude, give me back the kitty cat bracelet. I want to <laughs> see that so badly, but I'm not going to the theater to watch it. Yeah, it pisses me going. off. They're only putting it in the theater. Like, why are you doing that? Also, I want to watch Freaky, but they stopped the sale of it on Voodoo. So now it costs $15. And I mean, as much as I loved um, Happy Death Day and Happy Death Day to you. I don't know if I'm a love freaky like that. Can I tell you something? Yeah. It's worth it's worth the fifteen dollars. For sure. All right, then oh, I'll get it tonight. It, yeah, I saw it. Okay. I, I he just saw it too. I, I think we think about doing it, but I watched it. I was like, yo, this movie is really good, man. Okay. It's, really good. it's fun. Love, it's just a fun movie. I love their other. I mean, Bloomhouse. I got it. I get it. We'll watch it together. I'll get it. He can't Bloomhouse can't do too much wrong as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. They may have some misses here and there, but yeah. like the black Christmas. Bullshit or the Fantasy movie. Island, but other than they be, you know, they got more more hits, and they're hits. funny. I really wish they come out with the next Happy Death Day when they were talking about time travel, and they were trying to um, get like that whole little universe started. Yeah, but then COVID happened, so you know. All right, so yeah, we got a lot of stuff coming up. Make sure you go check out Jeff vs. the World and Hood Classics. You know all of Rashani stuff. Make sure you go listen to Mike's Avengers of Justice series that he's doing on the Why So Series feed. And uh, we'll be back probably for Black Messiah and the Judas Effect. I mean, not, no. Was that the Judas called? Effect. <laughs> <laughs> what is Judas? Is that Jericho's move? <laughs> yes, yeah. it is. And the best theme music in the game right now. Sorry, I love Judas. And, um, and then we'll be doing um, Godzilla soon. So thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, make sure you go... Leave us a five-star review. It helps us out a lot. And uh, we'll talk to y'all later. Peace.